Hey guys, welcome to Learn Feng Shui, where you'll learn Feng Shui from a classical point of view, taking out the myth and superstition. If you like weekly tips as well as fun folklore tales, you'll enjoy learning Feng Shui with me. Hey guys, today's episode topic is going to be all about the energies coming up for the month of September and the month of the rooster. And keeping on the theme of the rooster, we'll be talking about symbology of what the rooster represents. Hey guys, so kicking off the month of Ding Yu or the Fire Rooster, um, it starts on September 7th and from the 7th through the 22nd is the first 15 day cycle of energy called Ji Chi and this one is called White Dew. The second cycle of Ji Chi or energy goes from September 22nd through October 7th and of course this ushers in Autumn Equinox. I do also want to point out that um, last week when I talked about eight days you shouldn't use for date selection, um, if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen. So you may notice that the one of the dates is coming up. You cannot use the 21st of September, the day before the autumn equinox for feng shui activations and adjustments, bed positioning, things like that. So avoid using this date. It's so the chi is depleted for the, you know, the season, it's going to have a new, um, chi, new energy coming in. So avoid using the 21st for this purpose. So as I mentioned last month, if you, you know, would see maybe repetitive, um, events or, you know, repetitive energies from the year 2016, because 2016 was a fire monkey year and last month was a fire monkey month. Same thing for this month. Um, it's a fire rooster month. So last fire rooster time was around 2017. That was the fire rooster year. And so one thing I tried to do was kind of look up some glo global events. And there was nothing particularly notable that jumped out to me. Um, a lot of political unrest and, you know, some particularly negative things I really didn't want to focus on. But one thing that I kind of did note is that, you know, it, we're coming up on hurricane season in 2017 was a, a bad year for hurricanes. So um, I just kind of wonder if this month will bring us, you know, um, a little bit more active hurricane season. So let's take a look at the zodiac signs this month. Um, we're going to focus more on the ones that combine with the month. And so this month can be actually pretty beneficial if you have the animal sign of the snake. If you know anything about Chinese astrology, then you would know, or if you don't, let me tell you <laughs> that the year is the year of the ox. The month is the year of the rooster. And if you have a snake in your natal chart, you're born under the animal sign of the snake in any way, that means you could see, you know, some things moving and shaking for you this month. Um, you know, it kind of depends because these three animals make the um, element of metal. And so when you have the element of metal, you have to think about what that means to you um, and how that interacts with the energy within your chart. Um, you know, there's different ways that that can interact and it really depends on where the snake could be at. So, it, you know, if, if you have the animal sign of the snake, ox or rooster, I would definitely note this month where that's at. If it's in the year, it could be affecting your social and your community around you. You know, you could see, you know, maybe um, more get togethers in your friend circle, things like that. 
If you um, have the animal sign in your month, that could be more affecting your career. Sometimes your relationship with your parents, you know, it's, it's kind of about that perspective and what you're focusing on. Um, more so we use it for career, but if you're thinking about how your relationship may be with your parents, you're thinking about some sort of interaction there, you can look to the month you're born. If you have one of these animal signs in the day you're born, this more relates to your relationship and, um, but also your, you know, the, your, the way you perceive yourself. And so, um, it could be affecting your relationship in a different way. If you have one of those animal signs and you're single, maybe it means you could meet somebody this month. If you are married, maybe it just means that you can spend more time together this month. Um, but I would definitely look, you know, think about that combination of what that would mean, um, to a relationship. So, you know, there's different things. Sometimes it even means you can have a baby, you know, it means you can combine with, uh, the energy and you can conceive. So uh, there's just different ways to look at it. If it is in the hour that you're born, this more relates to your emotions and feelings, your thoughts, especially about your future self. And so if you have one of these animal signs in that category or that, you know, area, that means that um, your thoughts and feelings and emotions can be affected. And even the way you, you know, your future thoughts, maybe you start thinking about your future a little bit more. The other animal sign that you want to note this month is if you have the animal sign of the rabbit in your natal chart or your body chart. So the rabbit, um, it, again, it's a clashing energy. The rooster is metal and the rabbit is a wood element and they oppose each other. The rabbit represents the east. The rooster represents the west. So it's just a clashing of energy. Um, and so if you have a rabbit in your natal chart, you might just, you know, note that this month may be a time of change for you. So again, depending on where it falls within those four uh, columns or life areas. So again, if you're born a rabbit year, it's going to affect your social life. If you are, you know, maybe your friend circle, maybe you'll see some things going on around you. Um, your career and your parents, you might, you know, notice some different energy shifting there. And that's if you're born in the month of March. So if you're born around the, you know, after the a time of like March 7th through like April 7th, that means you could be born under the sign of the rabbit. So the day is a little bit harder. You have to go calculate that out. But again, the day is just going to relate to your inner spouse. Um, again, it's not a, necessarily a bad thing. Clashes don't have to be bad. This clashing energy. Um, I don't like to say, you know, anything's like straight up good or straight up bad. And so one of the things you can do again that you can do, just focus on what you can do is just know, you know, okay, is something not working right? It'll, it can also relate to your health. So maybe this, you know, can be a month where you're more mindful about your relationship with your spouse or you're more mindful about your health, more health conscious. And if you feel like something's wrong, it's wrong. It's the time to go to the doctor and get that change. And if um, you know that maybe you're just not in good health, you need to, you know, clean up your diet a little bit, or maybe you need to implement an exercise routine, a, a clash or, a, you know, that the clashing energy can actually be a really good time to make this change in your life. So Again, it's just kind of the way you think about it and the action you take to change. If, you know, if it's in that month you're born and you're thinking that you're already going to change job positions or something like that, then, you know, it may be an indication that that time is New Year. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. It just means a change can be coming for you. 
it's really hard to give a general forecast for an animal sign because there's a lot of different factors. So another thing, like I said, you kind of have to think about about what metal means to you. So in addition to the animal signs we have, we also are born under, you know, an element and we had to kind of look at the way the element interacts. So it's really hard to give a specific forecast unless they do a personalized reading. Um, so, you know, this could affect us in different ways. You know, it's not all set because there's so many different combinations out there that it's very hard to get very specific. But again, if you can kind of generally look at it that way, one thing again you can do is think back to 2017 and think about how that year went for you. If it was a really good year, that means you could, you know, have a pretty good month. If you think back and you think 2017 was not a good year, um, honestly, for me personally, it was not. And so what I think, too, is that we can look at, you know, events that happened in 2017. We can look at um, the timing of that. You know, what did we learn from that? What lessons can we take from that? Um, how can we grow from that? What about our reactions and our responses to different triggers? So, you know, all of this is definitely a pattern. You know, if we look at patterns throughout our lives, you know, just like the pattern in the animal signs, you know, there's 60 different animal signs. They cycle through so often, you know, every 60 years, every 60 months, every 60 days. And so, you know, we can definitely see patterns in our lives that either we create or we're reacting to. So just thinking about, you know, how, what did I learn from that time? How can I change my response to that? And how can I make this month really good for myself is the best way. I don't like that defeatist, you know, um, destiny thinking where it's like, oh my, I have a bad fortune or whatever, or I had a bad time at this time. So it's going to be bad. No, I, I believe, I really believe that we have the ability to change that. And this is one of the things that, um, master Joey Yap says, I talk about him quite often because I have learned a lot from him. He's one of my first introductions to a classical feng shui. And one of the things that really drew me to him was him addressing not only the feng shui, but also the mindset and the thinking and how you can change things, um, you know, that you might be born with and you can change all that. So, um, you know, I think that's just my message today. If you are kind of dreading that upcoming change of energy or you're thinking, oh no, 2017 was horrible for me. You know what? It doesn't have to be. We can always change that. I'm a very firm believer in that. Hey guys, this week's Folklore Friday is going to be read from ChinaHighlights.com. It's an article entitled Seven Things Roosters Symbolize in China from Punctuality to Prosperity. Besides being the 10th sign of the Chinese zodiac, the rooster is symbolic of seven things in China. One, punctuality and honesty. In traditional Chinese culture, the rooster's most obvious symbolic meaning was punctuality and honesty. In ancient times, even though you could calculate the time roughly from using simple timers, there was no tool like an alarm clock to help wake you up in the morning. People could hear roosters crowing every day at dawn, thus the rooster's crow was taken as a signal of the beginning of a new day, symbolizing punctuality. The second thing roosters symbolize is bravery and competitiveness. And so this apparently originates with rooster fighting or cock fighting. Um, it says it's common to see two roosters fighting each other. 
Um, in order to set up fierce fights, people would feed their fighting roosters a special diet. Many people learn bravery and competitiveness from the roosters' stoic struggles. I don't love that symbology, but I do. I have, so I have a rooster in my chart, and I do think we can be competitive <laughs> and brave, I hope. I mean, I hope I'm brave. <laughs> the next is holiness. Holiness. Third, roosters are said to symbolize ghosts hunters so in chinese folk stories all ghosts are scared by the rooster's crow ghosts can only appear at night but the rooster's crow means day is coming so the ghosts fear the rooster's crow because they lose their power at dawn this origin of beliefs is was very early it says people living in the lower reaches of the yangtze river paste a rooster picture on their door every spring festival and they believe this deters ghosts from dropping in Older people teach children to imitate a rooster's crow, and then the children were instructed that if they ever encounter a ghost, they should crow like a rooster to scare that ghost away. So um, I'm going to point out a couple things. Um, there is the day of the spring festival that you're not supposed to leave your house because it said that the spirits roam uh, at the earth, and so you don't want to do that. Um, but another another thing I heard one time is I heard a woman who, um, I listened to a lot of weird stories and stuff like that, but she did a lot of like ghost investigations and stuff. And she was saying one of the things that, um, would happen to her if there was a spirit, she noticed a spirit in her house was that her rooster would get up on the roof of their house and scratch at it. And when this, she would feel like the spirit was gone or she got rid of the spirit that, um, the rooster would stop getting and scratching on the roof. And I, I thought that was very interesting because even across cultures, you know, across, you know, this woman probably never heard of this before. Um, you know, you see these similarities and I just think it's so interesting. And so there really has to be something to that, right? Fourth, the rooster symbolizes the sun god. Ancient Chinese people thought roosters represented the sun since they crowed every day when the sun rose. So they believed that roosters had a kind of divine power. In ancient times, Chinese people would use the rooster and its blood to worship the gods and protect people from evil. As early as the pre-Qin period, which was a 2100 BC to 220, uh, yeah, sorry, to two. To 1 BC, <laughs> to 21, <laughs> there are many ritual activities involving sacrifice of roosters to honor the gods. Nowadays, it's, the custom is still prevalent in some regions of China. Number five, the fifth thing the rooster symbolizes is luck. So the word for rooster in Chinese has a similar pronunciation, similar to that for luck. Um, it is believed that before it was domesticated by people, the rooster belonged to the same family as the phoenix. Roosters are beautiful with a red comb, colorful feathers, and a golden tail. So at first, people called them luck, or G. It is believed that this animal would bring people luck, like the phoenix. Ordinariness. So the rooster represents ordinary in China. Roosters are the most common poultry and meat, and at the same time, Chinese people thought that though roosters really work hard to find food every day, they find just enough and have nothing to spare. So I think that's really cool. I think it, you know, I like that symbology of of the rooster, meaning that your needs are fulfilled. I think that's beautiful. And last, it's said that it represents prosperity. So in Chinese culture, roosters represent prosperity. They re reproduce very fast. Chinese people understand that 
of this to represent prosperity in terms of both population and wealth. So in ancient China, there used to be a tradition that when a groom couldn't be present at the wedding, people would take a rooster to represent him and place it alongside the bride while conducting the wedding ceremony. <laughs> so apparently they would have a stand-in, and I would only guess this would be because maybe the groom was traveling and, you know, they used to get stuck um, having to, uh, you know, uh, they, maybe they wouldn't make it in time for the wedding. So that's kind of cool. Didn't know you could marry a rooster. And this may be a little bit of a superstitious take on things, but I mean, hey, sometimes feng shui gets a little mixed up with superstition. But um, it's said that if you, you know, have a rabbit in your natal chart, you should not place a rooster statue or rooster sign. I know here in the South, I feel like roosters are a pretty popular thing, especially like with the farmhouse decor, you know, that we, we love. Um, yeah, avoid placing a rooster, or at least placing like a lot of them. If you do place a rooster out, I would keep it to the in the west area of your home and I would avoid if your um you know natal chart has a rabbit in it. To support the podcast, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your family and friends who you think may be interested, especially if you found this content useful. To learn more about feng shui and Chinese metaphysics, follow the link to the website below.